0: the drive score! The Bruins knock out Montreal! hello and welcome back to another episode of the master plan i'm your host michael philip kowski and today we are talking about the nhl playoffs it is the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. We have the Dallas Stars taking on the Vegas Golden Knights, and we have the Florida Panthers taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. Two great series, I think. We're gonna go over how these teams got here and what my thoughts are going forward. Um, honestly, it's surprising. This, I mean, I don't think I could have predicted. That all four of these teams would be here. Now, I I did think that the Stars and Hurricanes would 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 definitely be here. I thought those are my two two of my to- top probably four favorite teams coming into the playoffs. Um, outside of Edmonton and Boston, obviously those those are probably my four favorite teams coming into the playoffs. The Hurricanes are great. The stars look great. The knights look fantastic, and the Florida Panthers, the biggest surprise of the playoffs thus far, look absolutely fantastic. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Wow. Whew. Um. So first, let's let's recount the series. Um, let's start with Carolina versus New Jersey, which was, as I told you all, it wasn't going to be very close. Carolina absolutely destroyed New Jersey in four of the five games. Um, well, really three of the five. Game three, the Devils just beat up on the Carolina. Game five was a close one, um, but the Hurricanes ended up taking that one in OT. Uh, Sebastian Ajo had five goals. Martinook had seven assists. Aho had ten points. Frederick Anderson looked good out there, 931 save percentage. He had a great series. Um, I believe he played... How many games did he play? I don't know if he was a starter in Game 1. I don't remember. Let's see. Yeah, it was Anderson. So it was Anderson for the full series. He played very, very well. Outside of Game 3, he was spectacular. Um, He had a really, really good series. Now, it's not to say that the Devils didn't have a good series, but the players that they needed to have... Going well, right? Did not play very well, and if you look at the volume of shots that the Hurricanes put on the Devils, it was crazy. I mean, this is this is why the Devils lost. It really is. Um, I mean, part, part partly because you know, really Schmid or or, or Vanacek, whichever one you want to pick, both of them really had below average series. Um, they, both of them didn't play well. I, and I know Schmid, I know he had a good save percentage, but clearly, you know, he wasn't good when it counted. Um, at least he wasn't good enough, uh, you know. they Again, in game one and in game two, they both got ice time. Schmid stopped 18 shots, led in three goals. Vanecek stopped eight shots, led in two goals. So, like, I don't think either of them played Particularly well for the entire series, um, and, and and you know Carolina again they're much a much more of a defensive team, so it, it is it is surprising to see um, it is surprising to see such a result like the fact that the the Hurricanes are scoring so many goals I think is the most surprising part um, just because you know you look at. What they did against uh, the Islanders in the first round, it wasn't it wasn't like this, right? It was much more uh, even keeled. The the games were just much closer, much tighter. Um, <clears throat> but you know, the Devils just they really could not find. In my opinion, they really couldn't find anything. I mean, they were flip flopping between goalies basically the entire series. I mean, look what happened in game. Look what happened in game four. I mean, Schmidt. And and Vanecek is, is in there for, you know the, the the Carolina Hurricanes only shoot the puck on goal twenty nine times, right? And yet Schmidt and Vanecek you know they 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 let them six combined goals. Like, it's just it's it's not it's not good enough. And and I know you know people may say oh but Michael you know the Devils are a young team Well, they are, but this is a really disappointing series loss for them. And obviously I predicted this. The the Carolina Hurricanes are very good. Are a very, 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 very good playoff team. They've been a very good playoff team for a very long time. They're extremely solid, and a lot of their and a lot of their prowess relies comes from, excuse me, their defensive structure. I mean, they they have arguably the best defensive core uh, in in the NHL, and that's why they were able to hold a Dallas team who scored quite a bit in round one. You know, they held them to th- three one goal games. I mean, that's that's embarrassing. I mean the fact that you hold them to three one goal games and one two goal game. The only the only bad game that the Carolina Hurricanes played was game three. They gave up eight goals. That was it. Every other game they played it very, very well. They scored a lot of goals, which was surprising. Again, no, I did not think that they would score this many goals in this series. I thought we'd get a lot of three ones, three twos. We got five one, six one, eight four, six one, three, two. It was a very, it was a very, very disparate series. I mean, four out of the five games, the team that won won by more than four goals. It's insane, by four or more goals. Excuse me. So, I like the Hurricanes. I like a lot of what they're doing. They their their offense isn't exactly spectacular. They don't have a lot of guys outside of Aho. You're like, wow, that guy's scary. But that being said, they're a very, very good team, and they have great defensive structure. Furthermore, Frederick Anderson is playing out of his mind right now. They are one of the best teams in the league. That's obviously clear, but they look great right now. Uh, And let's talk about the team that they're going to play. They're talking about the Panthers. Um, And, you know, again, in the playoffs for the second round, the fact that we had two five-game series is very, very surprising. Now, in this one, you know, arguably you could have argued that this was the worst team coming into the playoffs, the Panthers. Um... I guess it'd be them or the Jets. The Panthers came out there and they spanked the Leafs. Uh, Florida won the first three games, right? They won the first three games. So they went both in Toronto and then they won one at home. Then they got beaten at home. And then they go back to Toronto and win in overtime. Uh, another great series for, for, for the Panthers. It really was. They absolutely dominated. The Leafs and you really could not see you really did not see a lot of the Maple Leafs and uh, big players come to play, you know I, I get it, you know Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner you know they, they they played okay, but they were essentially I think for me at least invisible. For for the entire series, I mean did they really even play that well I don't I don't I don't think so Um Mitch Marner was invisible Austin Matthews was invisible. Uh, Jonathan Taze, I mean, these guys did not show up. And, you know, whoever was in goal for the Leafs, whether that was Joseph Wool or um, who's their regular starter, I forget. Um, whether it's Jonathan Wool or uh, Samsonov, I mean, they both did not play very well. And they did not play the type of hockey that gets you to the, the third round of the playoffs. It just. It doesn't. It's just not, it's not ever going to happen. And I think that for the Leafs, you know, while it's good that they were able to win a series and kind of get that monkey off their back, right? However, they really didn't do anything. Right? They they, they didn't do anything. You know, just because you win a series, it doesn't mean anything. And I think this is a... a a big concern if you're if you're the least, because once again, you know, I get the, the Panthers may be a very good team and they may appear to be a very good team, right? Um I think myself included with a lot of other people, you know, thought that, you know, the Panthers are nothing this playoffs, and clearly we've been wrong about that. But that still doesn't mean you should get beaten in four in five games, right? Lose on home ice, be be the favorite team, so be be the higher ranked seed and loose. It just it's it's not it's not indicative of a good team. And you look at what happened in game 5. I mean, game 5 was a disaster for for the Leafs. It really was. They got so lucky that they were able to score, right? With that William Nylander goal, right? His, you know, his his goal in the third period. But how would did our I mean, never score a playoff just kind of draws it back a little toe drag and he just shoots it i mean it's just bad coverage it's horrible coverage you look at what happens during the actual play right he just brings it into the zone he's not bringing it he's he's, he's bringing it with speed but now he's not going like you know he's not he's not charging down the ice right he's pretending to pass to the middle Radko gudas does a really nice job of drawing the defender in right gets tangled and you know, it, it's a nice shot, right? I mean, it's it's it sticks side high. Nick Cousins is putting it over the side. I mean, he's got a great little toe drag move to the inside. It was it was a beautiful move, right? But this sort of thing is indicative of basically the the Maple Leafs entire, you know, entire playoffs, entire entire season. I mean, it's just like you, you just have to be better than that. You can't let that sort of thing happen in the playoffs have happen in overtime. And, you know, listen, give credit to Florida. They won both overtime games this series, like like they were so good against the Bruins in overtime. All right, Sam Ryan Hart in game three had a fantastic goal to give the Florida Panthers a 3-0 series lead. A 3-0 series lead. And we knew from that point that, you know, okay, maybe the Le- Maple Leafs win one game, win the next game because their backs are against the wall. But certainly they're not going to win this series. And that's what happened. I mean, again, you look at the Sam Hart goal. Is it, like, spectacular? No. He just makes a good move to the net. But, I mean, no one should be impressed by this. And this sort of thing shouldn't be happening. We have a wraparound goal in overtime. I mean, it's just poor, poor goaltending, poor defense. I mean, you got four, two guys just kind of standing there saying, oh, I'll just let this guy come in. They don't do anything about it. They don't deal with it. And so I, I really don't understand how people can say, oh, you know, that the Maple Leafs are they improved this year, they did anything because they didn't, right? They, they showed nothing in that second round. They looked like they were gassed, looked like they didn't care. Um, and, and it wasn't like that all of their players were playing bad. I didn't think that Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and, and the rest of the players were awful, but they weren't playing good enough. And I don't know how you go get into the playoffs and not play your best hockey or at least try to. Um, so that's really disappointing. On the Florida side, Florida looks great, man. I mean, they are. They are so good. I think Matthew Kachuk, I think we, and this was talked about. I think there was a quote from, um, I forget from who, but it, said, it basically said, you know, you know, we brought Matthew Kachuk here not to win more games than regular season. We we brought him here to win playoff games. And I think that's definitely true. I mean, he's been an absolute lightning run of the playoffs. Not only is he scoring a lot and assisting a lot, right, but he's <coughs> such an integral part of the florida panthers offense and he's such a he's such a big guy right and he and he's a good two-way forward that he really prevents other teams star players from really latching on and, and getting any sort of uh rhythm consistency or good shots off because he's, he's really is a good two-way forward he's very talented with the puck he can do a lot of different things but he's also a good passer he's a good leader so i think that the matthew could signing when we look back on it especially if florida ends up going on beating Carolina, and beating um, whoever is in the Stanley Cup, if they end up doing that this year, I would say that the Matthew Kachuk signing, combined with the fact that Jonathan Huberdo has had the biggest single-season points drop-off ever, that could be one of the biggest off-season moves, off-season uh, like wins in recent NHL history. I mean, that that's just crazy if Matthew Kachuk is able to have this sort of impact on the team. I would also like to talk about Sergei Bobrovsky, who's arguably having the best playoff run of his life. Um, What he has done thus far in the playoffs has been spectacular. I mean, he has been awesome in the playoffs. You watch, you know, some of the saves that he's made on on, good shots, good quality shots. You go to game five, which was probably his best game of the series. Um, He just... He just dominated the you know, he just dominated the ice. He just did. Um, and, and he just made a lot of a lot of key saves, and he looks like he's completely on his game. He looks like he's completely in control of whatever he's doing, which tells me that, you know, as I always say, you know, in this in this playoffs, it's a little bit different. But I always say, you know, the better goaltender is gonna win you the series, and that is true. It seems like this year that 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 trend or that pattern hasn't continued as strongly as in past years because i do think we have some teams who have some weaker goalies who are who have advanced i, I don't think aiden hill is great and i am not in love with frederick anderson but they had really good second round so i guess that that may be true um but i honestly think you know this series Hur- hurricanes versus you know panthers is going to be a really good one you have two very different teams right you have two very different goalies and and Both are playing well. Both Anderson and Bobrovsky have plenty of experience. I believe... I know is a two-time Vesna winner. I don't know if Anderson's ever won a Vesna, but he's a very talented goalie for a very long time. Right? And and also, right, beyond that, they're both playing very good hockey right now. I think that the Panthers are, are definitely a very exciting team, but the... Carolina Hurricanes are just so solid. They're so consistent. They know You know exactly what you're going to get from them every night. It's going to be a really entertaining series, I think. I think this is a seven-game series. I could see it being in six games, but I think this is a seven-game series. I'm going to roll with the Florida Panthers this time because I do think that they have something extra that we just don't see. And there's a reason why they're beating the Bruins. There's a reason why they're beating the Panthers. And I do think Matthew Kachuk is part of that. But i think it's i think it's i don't think it's a certain player or a certain coach or a certain anything it's, just, it's a desire to win and you can see that on their right. ice these players give it they're all every game they've won two very good series whereas the hurricanes you know i don't think the teams they've played have been as strong as the teams that the panthers have played um i think the panthers have just played really really good hockey so i'm gonna take the panthers in seven i, I could see them winning at six I also could see that the the Hurricanes winning this series. I mean, I think this is a real toss-up series. I I like a lot of what I see from both of these teams. Coming into the playoffs, I would argue that the Hurricanes are probably my second or third favorite team. I love them, but the Panthers, the way that they're playing, I, I gotta roll the dice with them because I think that they are the better team right now. And I like the way their goalie's playing. And I think that in a series, they they can play physical, but they can also be very dynamic. And I think that's going to be really tough for these big Hurricanes defensemen to to play against. So I'm going to take the Panthers over the Hurricanes in seven and advance to the finals. Now, let's talk about the Western Conference finals. We got two teams. We have the Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars. Let's start off with Vegas winning. I I would say it was the most impressive series win. Actually one of the more impressive series wins that I've seen during the playoffs, right? The Knights have a lot of injuries. They have a lot of injuries, but yet they were able to find a way through in this series and beat arguably the hottest team in the NHL up until that point. I mean, that's the truth, right? The Oilers won like 15 of of 18 games or whatever coming into the playoffs. They win their first series, you know, pretty pretty handily over the kings in six, and then they get absolutely dominated by the knights who were starting Aiden Hill. Um, you know, over your Brass or over or over anyone, <laughs> to say the least. Um and the Oilers offensively, again, fantastic. I mean, listen, when you have Leon Dry and Connor David, <sighs> that happens now. I do think that the Oilers made a mistake of putting Stuart Skinner in for as long as he did. Jack Campbell had a really, really nice playoffs, actually. I mean, Jack Campbell has a nine sixty one save percentage across the playoffs. And I think he really did have a really good series. I just don't think there was as much faith in him as there was Skinner, which was the mistake. Because obviously, Campbell was the right guy to start, especially in Game 6. But you look at the Golden Knights, and you look at who's doing what for them, right? I'm just going to pull up the Knights' stats. <coughs> like, Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, Chandler Stevenson, Marcia so Barbasif, Carlson, Riley Smith, Petrangelo. This team is deep, and they have a lot of guys who are contributing in a lot of different ways. I think, I think that the Vegas Golden Knights are one of the most exciting teams out there right now. They really, to me, look like they can get it done. I believe that they can get it done. I think they really can. Um, you know, I, I watch them, and I say to myself, you know, how is this team doing so well? It doesn't feel like they should be as good as they are it feels like their goalie isn't as good as, you know, other teams' goalies are, but yet they find a way to win. And I think that's a lot to do with Bruce Cassidy. I think he's brought a lot of calmness to this team. But I also think that Jack Eichel's a big part of it. Jack Eichel's a superstar, folks. It's plain and simple to see, right? And the fact that the, the Golden Knights, who this season were probably not the best Golden Knights team that we've seen, right? They were certainly not the best Golden Knights team we've seen over, over, over the years. We've seen some better teams. But it seems like this team has a certain uh air about it where they're not, you know, just like, oh, wrong hole we're gonna win the Stanley Cup. No, they seem much more calm, cool, and collected. They seem quieter, which I think is good. I think all of that is good. Um and if you look at the way the Oilers play, it just it was just disappointing. I mean, it wasn't even that it wasn't even that they're playing well. I mean, they're playing okay, but they got pretty much closed out of this series. It wasn't really close. Um, and I wanted to be, by the way. I picked the Oilers to win this series. I did. Um, but Vegas really stuck a tool, you know, in, in a bunch of different games. I think game five was the quintessential, you know, look at this game, right? And this is a game that if you're the Oilers, you got to come away and win with it. But Carter McDavid only scoring once in the third period, being down by two. You have a horrible third period. It should be a horrible second period. We give up three goals, Right. And that was the story of the Oilers. Their goaltending just was not good. Um, if I could pull up the goaltenders for a second. Um, all franchises, playoffs, all skaters, <sighs> goalies. You look at who's at the bottom of this list, or well, near the bottom, I guess. Where is he? Yeah, I mean, Sewer Skinner, he didn't have a bad playoffs. But if you look at his second round compared to his first round, Those two numbers are very, very different. And he ranked, where did he rank? Yeah, he was 21st save percentage at the playoffs. That's really, really bad. I wanna see if I can pull up his game by game. um... Game locks, yeah. Let's see. So In the playoffs, You know, against Vegas, right? Only twice, and those were the two wins, by the way. Games two and game four, right? Yes. Games two and games four, when Stuart Skinner played well, right? He had a 968 and a 962 save percentage. He was awesome. In the games that he lost, he had an 850. And that's the problem. You just saw zero consistency from Stuart Skinner throughout the playoffs. And especially given his Game 5 performance, why they put him in for Game 6, I don't know. I just, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, You know, he was good in the playoffs, but he wasn't great. And he really did cost his team another win. And you just wasted another year of Carter McDavid and Leon Dreisettle, a great team. So, congratulations to the Knights. They look great. All right, let's talk about the last series. The only seven-game series. Excuse me. The only seven game series of the of the second round, the Stars defeated the Kraken uh, four to three. This was a topsy turvy series. It kind of went back and forth. Um, you know, Seattle took the first game in overtime. Dallas won two. Seattle killed Dallas in three. Dallas won's game four, won game get one game four, and game five. Seattle goes home. They crush Dallas in game six. And Game Seven is the lowest scoring game in the series, It's a two-one slugfest, uh, where you know Hanson Hanson, Wyatt Johnston, by the way, two guys who are not <laughs> Ryan Johnson to win it. I mean, it's just it's just a little play. He just kind of it's a, he leaks out beyond the defense. He gets to the puck first, and he just puts it past Grubauer, who, by the way has been absolutely spectacular during the playoffs. Philip Grubauer (coughs) had one of his best, um, or you could argue one of his best playoffs ever. Um, If I can just pull up where Grubauer was. Yeah, so we had a 9.03 save percentage. He saved, his goals against average 2.99. He had a really, really good playoffs. I thought, I thought Philip Grubauer was absolutely spectacular. I really did. I thought he was like, he was really what was making um, this Kraken team. He was keeping them in the game. And even in the games they didn't play so well, you know, he still he still kept his team in the game. And only once, you know, did he did allow five goals, and that happens. But he had a lot of very good games. He made a lot of very good saves. And remember, coming into the playoffs, we said, well, you know, Grubauer's not that great, but it's also the defense of of the Kraken that just isn't that good. I mean, you have to factor both of those things in. And it wasn't as if Jacob Jake Odinger was playing well. Now, you might have said, well, Michael, before you said Ropey Hintz wasn't that good. He has the most goals. That's true. But he's kind of showed up in this playoffs. He's been spectacular. Um, it's been a little bit of a disappointment for the, for the Kraken, you know, um, Matty Beneers didn't really play too well. Jordan Everly and Yanni Gordon had good series, but it was a tough series for a young team. And we expect them in, in the, hopefully in the coming years to, to play play better than they did um, in this one. Now, Knights stars. I'm going to take the Knights in six. I do believe, I do believe that this Knights team is the better team. I, I just I I don't see a lot of consistency from the stars. I also think that Ottinger isn't the better goaltender. I, I, Aiden Hill, for whatever reason, I don't I don't know why, I don't know how, but Aiden Hill is playing some of the best hockey any goaltender is playing in the NHL right now. Bar or I'm not. I'm including everybody. So, I think that they have the better goaltender. I think that they're more the, the more exciting team. And I also think that when you talk about the Vegas Golden Knights, you're like, wow, this team makes me want to be happy. This team gives me what I want. They're an exciting team. They got Jack Eichel. They're innovative. Uh, They do new things. So I really, really like a lot of the things that the Vegas Golden Knights are doing right now. Um, I think that they may win the Stanley Cup this year. I do. I mean, it'll be a great series between them and the Panthers. I do think that they are the best team remaining in the playoffs right now. And I think that if they keep what they did up against the Stars, who I believe are weaker, and, you know, some of their star players have not shown up. And uh, to rely on a guy like Rupe Hintz to keep doing it, I think is tough. So I'm going to go with the Vegas Golden Knights in six games. I think they win in six. Could be seven. It could be five. I don't know. We'll see. But I think that they are the better team. I look for them to be balling because I think Jack Eichel and Aiden Hill are the, are the two better players in that series. I think they're going to carry them. So thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. Get outside, have some fun. It's a great day. It's great days. It's summer, baby. Everyone, you know, get outside, get some exercise, and just live live life the best way you can. Thank you all for listening, and have a great day. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.